Another freeze in Texas. It seems like it happens every year now, and I feel so terrible for these people where it gets so freaking cold. Coming from Florida, Florida boy, to understand that it gets so cold that the pipes freeze, the pipes break as a result of it, and just spew out water all over the house is just terrifying. Well, I want to get into the Texas freeze and I want to get into sort of how to actually work these Texas freeze storms to make sure that you are getting the money you need from your insurance company after this loss occurs. And let's do it now. Three, two, one. What's up, advocates? Welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Claim Show. I'm your host, Vince Perry, owner and CEO of Elite Resolutions. We are a public adjusting firm providing excellent claim services and other estimating and other different services as well. And I'm also the owner of Commercial Claims Advocate, where we provide education to public adjusters, contractors, and attorneys throughout the entire uh, United States. Let's get right into it. Everybody needs an attorney on their side. So whether you're a public adjuster, a contractor, or anyone else in the insurance claims business, make sure that you have an attorney that you could rely on, that you can go to for questions whenever you need it. That guy for me for the last 12 years has been David Farber. David Farber is the owner of the Farber Law Firm, and he has been there for me from the beginning of my career until now. And I would love for him to be able to help you as well. So make sure you call him at this number here and visit his website so you can learn more about the amazing David Farber of the Farber Law Firm. Additional living expenses is one of the most difficult parts of an insurance claim. And the reason is, is it's very high pressure. And as a public adjuster or contractor, you're already dealing with the negotiating of the build back process. You don't want to have to deal with ALE as well. Black Diamond Housing Services does all of that. They don't even charge the client. They bill it directly to the insurance company. It's all covered under the ALE coverage. So you need to call Black Diamond if you have a house that has been severely lost, whether it's like severe mold, severe water, fire, or anything like that, where they need a place to stay, Call Black Diamond Housing Services and they'll be able to take care of your client from beginning to end. I had been looking for an accountant for years and I was unable to find anybody that I liked, that I worked with and was able to do what I needed to be done to my taxes and to my accountant. Jeremy David at Noble Wealth has been a godsend to me, my family and my company. We have saved so much money in taxes I can't even begin to describe and he knows what he's doing. You need to call Jeremy at Noble Wealth and get yourself the right accountant because he's the man who's going to help you save on taxes because ultimately you don't want to be making money, especially if you're self-employed and having it all go to the IRS. Call Jeremy, call Noble Wealth, and they will help you tremendously with the entire accounting process and your tax situation from A to Z. How does the freeze damage claims process work? Obviously back in February, uh, in February, 2021, but then also just this year, we already had a freeze and it happened again in Texas. The one in February, 2021, I think it was actually a name storm uh, that I actually went to Texas, worked a ton of claims out there and actually felt right at home. Okay. Because even though I'm a Florida guy and I've worked uh, enough hurricanes, uh, one thing is from the year 2005 until 2017, we didn't have a single hurricane hit the state of Florida. So for those, uh, I started in 2008. So for those nine straight years, I didn't work really much windstorm claims and I mainly worked water claims. So when I went to Texas to work these freeze claims, I felt right at home working with the mitigation company, doing the proper dry out, gathering the proper documentation, putting the estimate together, negotiating with the insurance company. It felt amazing. And that's sort of what I, what I want to teach you here. So 
like I said, 2021, the big freeze occurred. We just had one recently. That's why I'm doing this video. And basically what a freeze claim is, it's not a freeze claim. It's a water damage claim. Okay. Understand that it is a water damage claim under most policies, under most open peril policies, which is HO3 policies uh, or DP3 policies under most open peril policy. It is a covered loss. Water damage usually not excluded. The only water damage that is excluded excuse me, is like the flood damage. You have to have uh, separate flood insurance and other different kinds of stuff. But the water damage that occurs here after a freeze, after a pipe burst or anything like that, uh, more often than not, if you have a good policy, normal policy, it is covered under your insurance. So you don't have to really worry about that even though you need to make sure that you look at your policy to make sure that it is not excluded. Real quick, open peril policy means that everything is open for coverage unless it's excluded. So water damage it is excluded. Okay. First thing, what happens when a water damage occurs is like any other claim, you have to mitigate the damages. Okay. And as a public adjuster, as a contractor or anybody representing the client, you have to make sure that you could prove that mitigation occurred. How can mitigation occur? You can either call a company to do a dry out or you can call a plumber to do a repair. But you want to know the most important thing that you can do after a pipe burst? Turn off the water. That is the most important thing that you can do. That is the ultimate form of mitigation is literally turning off the water. The last thing the insurance company wants to know is that when the water was spewing, you just left it and you let it go and you just let that water just keep going. Obviously, that's not going to go well with the insurance company. Your first step in mitigation when one of these pipe freezes and pipe bursts occur is you need to shut off your water. From there, you better start drying stuff out, at least on your own. Get yourself a towel, get something, whatever it is, get that broom, start taking out all the water. And I know I'm making it sound terrible because I... I know it sucks. I've actually been through it myself. I remember walking down. I had a two-story, two-floor condo uh, in Miami, Florida, and I heard water, and I didn't know what was going on. And it was actually my toilet uh, in my bedroom upstairs that the water kept running, and I heard this water, and I remember walking downstairs. It must have been 2 o'clock in the morning, and I looked down, and I could just see my kitchen. It's just like raining, just raining. And I just looked at it. I was like, oh, boy. Anyway... I just know that it sucks. Dry it up with some towels, do whatever you can, shut the water off, okay? Then call an expert, okay? That's sort of where you have like open to see who you could call. You know, I'm biased for public adjusters and the reason why is we know all these people, right? A public adjuster can go and really automatically document the loss. We could take photos and do everything we have to do. We could start putting our estimate together. We can call a water mitigation company. We can call a plumber. Chances are your local public adjuster, if you know a public adjuster, which you always should know a public adjuster, um, is going to know the people that you need and is normally going to come highly recommended. If you were to call me right now, I can call a water mitigation company who's probably, who's become a very good friend of mine. I can call a plumber that I've worked with a million times in the past you know, and we can get that repair done immediately. And then we could even call a mold person that I know personally as well, who can go ahead and do a mold test. And that could all happen within 24 hours because of the relationships that I've built. So your first person should be a public adjuster, but that's fine. You want to call an expert and chances are you're going to want to call a water mitigation company. Okay. It's a water mitigation company, also known as water restoration companies, also known as restoration companies. They're called different things, but the main thing is you want to mitigate the water damage, right? So what happens when you have all that water coming down is even if you dry everything up with towels, you and I know both that water could be going behind the walls, that water could be going underneath the floor, that water could be going underneath your walls. There's all kinds of stuff. And what these companies do is they come out with a really good equipment, 
right? They test the walls. They can see exactly where that water is, even if you can't see it, and they can go ahead and basically mitigate or remediate, which basically they may take off the dry. They want to they sort of take a lot of stuff out uh, just to do a proper dry out because if it's in the cavities of the wall, you're gonna, the only way that you can get there, unfortunately, is by cutting out some of these walls. But the last thing you want, it's gonna have to be replaced anyway, people. The last thing you want is for mold to start growing. So it could be anything. If, it's, if, it, if the water starts to get up to a certain point where flood cuts have to be done, they may do that. They may just tear out the baseboard, maybe drill some holes and stick their little blowers in there to really dry out the cavities. They may take out the wall completely depending on what their moisture reader says. Well, whatever it is, you gotta do this and you gotta do this fast. And don't worry about one of the post loss obligations that the insurance policy does say is you must open your property to allow the insurance company to inspect. That is open for interpretation. The reason why I say that is because people are always just like, well, I have to leave this here so that the insurance company can see it. Okay. But your post-loss obligations also state that you need to mitigate your damages. And if mitigating means tearing out those walls and you have to tear out the walls. So my uh, advice is if the expert mitigation company says the walls need to, be, need to be torn out, tear them out and allow the insurance company to inspect after those walls have been tear, torn out. However, make sure that whatever company you go in there, make sure that they're documenting everything. Everything's got to be documented. Your public adjuster can document it. And if it's a half decent water mitigation company, they're going to document the entire process. So they will have their moisture reading then photos of it. They will have photos of what it looked like before any kind of tear out was done. So you'll provide that to the insurance company. And again, from my experience, everything will turn out okay. So loss occurs, mitigate, definitely have to do that. And then once that's over, then that's pretty much it. You have to let the process sort of go where it has to go. Make sure you keep all the documentation. You want to obviously, like any other claim, you want to provide the insurance company photographs of the evidence. Another thing that I forgot to tell you is that when this water damage does occur and you go and you shut off the water, start taking photos. You know, even before you go ahead and do that dry out, take some photos. Trust me, it helps. Provide them with photos. Provide them with an estimate of what it's going to cost to build back. Provide them with the mitigation documents. Do the whole tear out. Do everything that needs to be done. Present that claim to the insurance company and let the claims process just sort of go. Make sure you provide all this stuff as soon as possible. Also provide what's called a proof of loss. Very important. It's a, just a, it's a document that basically sort of just proves what you are claiming and how much it's actually going to cost. If the numbers go up, that's okay. You still want to provide a proof of loss as soon as you can. And then what's going to be covered is pretty much everything. Okay. Anything that there is, you know, direct physical loss as a result of this freeze and of this water, it's going to be covered. So, you know, uh, your drywall, your paint, your baseboards, uh, chances are your floor is going to be covered. Uh, if it got damaged in the kitchen, your kitchen cabinet is going to be... Everything in your house, for the most part, is relatively porous. What that means is water is going to get soaked in. So anything where that water touches, more often than not, it's going to have to be affected. So I guess silver lining, right? I know it sucks. Silver lining. Hopefully you didn't just do a remodeling, but silver lining you know, you may have some kind of remodeling being able to do. Uh, obviously, no upgrades, please. So, you know, if you're mad because you didn't get enough money for your new marble floor that you want down as opposed to the laminate floor, you ain't going to have enough money for that. Um, but that's pretty much it. Uh, every state has a different time limit, right, guys? So 
the time limit is, you know, anywhere from 30 days, 45 days, sometimes 90 days for the insurance company to come up with their coverage decision. Your goal is to make sure you're following up with the insurance company as often as possible and make sure that you are just doing whatever you can. Another advice that I will give, never accept the first offer. So if they go ahead and they want to offer, say, $20,000 and you have an estimate that's $60,000, you can take the $20,000 as an undisputed payment, but you will want to dispute that uh, either by having a reinspection and showing them the estimate again, maybe doing appraisal, maybe immediately hopefully you don't have to go to litigation but if you do then you do but do not take the first offer chances are it's not going to be where you want it to be because the initial adjusters that the insurance company does send out more often than not again have to follow guidelines the estimate that your public adjuster or your contractor put together does not have to follow any guidelines they only have to follow the guidelines follow the guidelines of what it actually costs to do the work so their estimates going to be relatively much more accurate so that, if that first offer, more often than not, is not going to be where it needs to be. Try to get your claim maybe um, uh, moved to a more supervisory leadership uh, level adjuster who can look at the estimate and really pay you what you need. And that's it. It's obviously not that much different than any other claim, but I don't know. I've got a special, special place in my heart for water damage claims because I work them so much. And as a public adjuster, guys, have a good relationship with a water mitigation company. Good, trustworthy, honest, friendly family relationship with a water mitigation company you can count on to do a good job and mitigate the damages the way it's supposed to be done have a good relationship with a plumber if any repair needs to be done and get all that documentation presented to the insurance company as soon as possible that's what we got there guys freeze claim texas happens it seems to be every year i'm so sorry but we are here to help vince perry ceo of elite resolutions we can help you with that commercial claims advocate uh, to educate you on everything that you need to know about freeze claims and so much more. Go to commercialclaimsadvocate.com, go to eliteresolutions.com so that you can learn more. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. See you next week. Goodbye now.